hello, hello. This is Mary at Mary Unapologetic. And today I have Ray Gonzalez. Hello, Ray. Say hi. Hi, Mary. How are you feeling? I'm doing good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ray, actually, let me give you guys a little bit of a background here. Ray Gonzalez is someone that uh, Mike trained, and then he moved to Las Vegas. Now he has his own company doing dent repair in Las Vegas. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Ray? Sure. Um, My wife and I, uh, well, I'm an old military guy. We lived in Las Vegas. Or correction, we lived in Alaska, and um, we had to move out because my wife has a bit of the fibromyalgia. And uh, my best friend, Jason Huddleston, who we worked together in Alaska, and we got this idea to, to get into the paintless dent repair business. And so I uh, went to school with Mike, uh, and when we moved out of Alaska, we moved to Las Vegas, and we started up here, and, you know, it's been that that's what we've been going on for three years now. Mm-hmm. And how, how do you guys like living in Las Vegas? Uh, we like it a lot. Uh, there's a lot to do. Uh, we like to travel, so it's easy to get in and out. Um, you know, we, we don't gamble much. We gamble a little bit every once in a while, but, uh, you know, Nevada is famous for uh, gambling. We're not much gamblers, but, you know, we have mountains right there. We got the desert right there. Uh, you know, you can do, you can go anywhere, you can do anything. I mean, uh, just to get to San Diego, it's only like a four hour drive. I mean, it's really simple. That's true. That's true. Um, as a matter of fact, you guys were down here last, um, this just past weekend and, um, yeah, just to probably, you know, go out and, uh, explore what's out there besides Las Vegas, huh? But I heard that, um, the reason why I brought you in is because, I heard you guys open like what June fourth. Correct me if I'm wrong. Correct. Um, the city uh-huh. opened back up. Like the, you know, it was deemed that, uh, you know, and I've seen different places in the country have different criteria of what's essential or what's not essential. Uh, but because there's a ton of delivery vehicles and there's a ton of vehicles that are on lease, um, it was deemed that. PDR was was essential and so we got to we got to we weren't busy by any stretch but we we stay we got to stay open and so um you know the city slowed way down and it really hurt when they closed the casinos Mm -hmm. uh because you know they employ you know so much of the city uh but yes the casinos just recently opened on June 4th yeah Mm-hmm. And the reason why I brought you in, going back to that, is because MTE Las Vegas this coming sure. August, the end of August, is going to happen. Um, there was an email blast that was sent out there, and um, we, are, you know, we saw our names, you know, Mike and I, sure. and we are like um, one of those people that are going to be speaking. So, um, so my thing is. Um, a lot of people have a lot of questions, I think, you know, like, is it safe? Obviously, Mm -hmm. for me, we started here in California, I think we are one of the states that close early. So we're now on phase two. But, Mm -hmm. you know, Mike and I, like what you said, we didn't really stop. You know, uh, we still continue to work. 
and Mike continued to go to the shop like it's regular day, we just did precautions, right? Mm -hmm. We took precautionary measures to make it safe for us and our customers. So the way I'm looking at it, since there's no, uh, you know, vaccine or something that's going to get rid of this stuff, we just have to live with it for now. And we need to be smart on how to do things. So that way we can still do what we need to do and not stop what we're supposed to be doing. And so, oh, and, and it's a real thing too, because I'm gonna tell you right now, well, you know, Keith Miracle had it and he stopped by here, but I had never really seen or talked to anybody that had the COVID while they were actually sick. Yes. Right? Yes. And, uh, you know, we were getting our backyard done and, <laughs> And I, I'm calling this guy. Like, I'm like, where are you? How come you're not answering your phone? What's going on? Like, my backyard needs to be finished. <laughs> well, I, I finally get hold of this guy. And and he, and as soon as I hear him, I know that he's sick and it's bad. Like, uh-huh. like, like I know that he's sick and it's bad because I can hear it. Right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, my. Oh, my. Are you, what, are you, are you okay? And he's like, I got the COVID-19, man, and it's bad. And I felt so bad just talking to him. Like, like I felt like a complete jerk uh-huh. because I was angry because my backyard wasn't done. Here he is fighting. He can't breathe. Like, he can't barely talk. And man, I felt so bad. I was like, oh, no. So, you know, it's a real thing. Um, but in the casinos and stuff, the way that they have it separated out is, you know, three players per table. Um uh, you got to you know, skipped in between machines. Like they're gonna mm-hmm. have machines off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like they they they're, they're trying to 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 separate it out. My concern is is that do we all still touch the cards? Do we all still touch the dice? I mean, is that a thing? Like 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 I give chips, I get chips. Like you know, you know, people still got to be careful. Don't touch your face. Don't don't rub your eyes. You know, because you'll you'll get sick, man. Like like when they open the casinos. Mary, there was like, I saw there's a lot of people, 400 people waiting just to get in. Yeah. And some of them weren't even wearing any masks. No, almost none. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and even though that the, you know, they put out an email blast that, that the MTE was still going on, at Uh least for training. um, I can tell you for sure that as far as conventions go, there's there, no conventions right now. Yeah, no, none. None have been approved. Not SEMA, not yeah. uh, Barrett-Jackson. Yeah. None of them have been approved yet. Yeah, so no. that's that's why I'm like talking about it uh, on the podcast because there's so many questions out there and it's still unknown, you know what I mean? So I right. figured there's an email blast, so let's talk about it. And sure. and so the, the more we talk about it, the more we know about it, then the more we're informed, right? So sure. from what I heard with this, um, I guess, you know, the casinos, blackjacks, cards, whatever that is, or any gambling, I think they're, the casinos are doing something about it where um, obviously the uh, people are probably, I don't know the details, but I just heard it. So it might not, you know, it, there might be truth to it or maybe not, you know what I mean? So uh, don't mm-hmm. quote me on this. I think they're going to come up with something where the um people is not even going to be handling cards or something like that I'm, i don't know but well, yeah, i don't know how that's going to work either because we haven't been into a casino but mm. it is 
Um, you know, if you're one of them people that are afraid of it, like, you know, then this isn't going to be the place for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But then, but then, but then like what, um, what do you call this? Um, Hannah and I were, uh, talking about on my last podcast, you can't also not do anything and yeah. you're going to be withering away. You know, you're just going to be like, what, what are you going to do? I mean, you, we have to like adapt, you know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. So we just have to be smart and be careful about stuff. But that's yeah. what I think from what I know, because, um, you know, it's like I heard it from the grapevine. But from what I know, I mean, obviously things are changing. It might change again. That MTE Las Vegas, it's still going to happen. Obviously, they can have, it's a regulation or a requirement right now that we cannot congregate that you know with more than 250 people right so if that's the case i think las vegas mte they won't have any exhibits you know what i'm saying so it's only going to be solely for education i and i you know i'm trying to um figure out where their mindset on this you know because like i was thinking actually that oh okay maybe prepare for MTE in Florida, but then right. when you're, when, you know, when you have a company like me, you know, when we have, mm-hmm. when COVID-19 happened, it's, it's one of those things, do we close the shop and not, you know, like not work for a little while and see where right. it's going to go or do we continue, but then we need to adapt and think this through. So right. most companies that I've worked for in the past, I know, especially if they're big companies, I know they like you know, brainstorm with their team, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then they figure out a way how to handle things or do things safely. You know, right. they, they, I mean, the sh- you know, there's a, that's why I think, uh, what was that? I think it was a movie I saw. There was a saying like the show must go on no matter right. what's around you. You just have to adapt and figure out a way how to deal with that particular um problem right now obviously the COVID-19 is a problem so that's why I was like okay let me talk to Ray bring him in I want to see what's going on in Vegas okay little by little it's opening in your area then yes. what about the restaurants Ray I mean so if they, I they open the restaurants in, in as part of phase one mm-hmm. but they, they have to have a certain amount of spacing mm-hmm. uh, you're not allowed to have um, a ton of people at your table like like you know, you've seen my family. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I was there. I showed you mm-hmm. how big we are. And you made the comment that, man, with your family, you don't need to invite anybody. You guys have a party <laughs> right there. Right? Like, you know, we, we go we go without my son and his wife. We go 16 deep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And with my family, we could not all go to a restaurant together. That's the same thing with us, actually. Yeah. Yeah, like like last Saturday, my uh, cousin's son had yeah. um, a promotion, and she said, "Mary, you know, for us to be in the same table, I think there's like a ten people limit, and so only a few people of us, you know, people in my family can go, and we, which is fine. It's okay with me, you know. I had the kids go, yeah, yeah, and uh, and and so, you know, um, one of the things that I think that if they're going to improve upon so first, and, and this is strictly an opinion, uh-huh. right? The, uh-huh. the, the, the COVID-19 is real. I know that it's real. Uh-huh. I know someone who's gotten sick. Uh-huh. And, and now I've spoken to someone who is sick. Uh-huh. And, and it's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. But, 
-huh. But at the end of the day, you know, we still got to take our precautions, wash our hands, don't touch our face, uh -huh. we're out in public, don't shake hands with people you don't know, don't uh -huh. hug, right? But the idea that I can't sit down with my whole family in a restaurant prevents me from going out. Like, I, I won't, like, we haven't been to a sit down restaurant yet. Uh -huh. you know, but we sat down, we sat down with you. Uh -huh. and we, you know, we had some food, but, but we didn't go out to eat. Like, like, we haven't been to a sit down restaurant yet. Uh -huh. and, 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 and the restaurants have been open, but we won't go because oh, how do I do it? Invite, invite these kids, but don't invite the grandkids or invite, you know, invite this family, but not this family. Like, like, how am I supposed to differentiate? What happens? Like, well, what happens? Okay, so for no, for sure, let's say we know that your family is not sick. What happened if you, you know, like let's say yeah. five, ta you know, five people on this table, six people on that table. You know what I'm saying? Well, what that does is that limits the transit, the the type of conversations we can have. What, what you know, because sometimes I want to talk to my grandkids. Uh -huh. Sometimes I want to talk to the adults, right? Uh -huh. Like, like. And, and sometimes there are conversations that require kids to hear. Like, like we talk about all matters. You know, my family, we talk about everything and it doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I know and, your and, family. You're like mine. <laughs> You're like mine. I know. And, and we say it straight. You know, we say it straight, straight up. Right? Like, yep. like, yeah, and we say it like it is. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes the kids have to hear what the adults are speaking. So they understand, they get the life lesson uh -huh. and, and, you know, so that way that, that it's there. Uh -huh. Right. And, uh, you know, yes, yes, you're right. We could separate a table and, ha and have two parties at two different tables. And yes, the answer to your question is yes, it's doable. But that's not how I want to enjoy my family. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's well. You know, well, the question is, right? Self segregation, so that way we can all eat out. I mean, we could just cook at home and just have everybody here. Yeah. Well, the question is, Ray, if you're thinking like that, how long you're going to have that kind of mindset? Because what happens if you know, because, like, we don't even know how long before we get the vaccine for this. So, sure. obviously, it's going to be like this for some time. You know, we sure. it's, like, unknown how long this thing is going to stop. So, uh, does sure. that mean you're never going to go out to a restaurant? Um, I can tell you for sure. Uh -huh. We might get, we might do a drive through or order something that we can pick up. Mm -hmm. But at this current time, I can tell you that we have no plans. To go in any restaurants and sit down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is it even if it means like six months, like yeah. a year? Yeah, sure. Well, well, and 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 let me say I'm not quite sure mm -hmm. because I don't, I don't want that to be the end all because you know if if let's say I went to San Diego and I'm like hey Mike let's go eat or hey Mary let's go eat mm -hmm. and you're like it's just you know it's just me and Mike. Um, the kids are with their friends. I'm like, well, it's just me and her, Melinda. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the idea that, that we can't go sit down in a restaurant, there's only four of us. You know, I can't say that I'll never go sit down and eat, you know, for six months. But I can tell you that if it means, if it means that I can't take my whole group when I want to, mm -hmm. I, I just don't even think like that. I just, mm -hmm. well, we're just not going. Mm -hmm. you know, we'll just eat at home. We'll make something here. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's what we do. Mm -hmm. like See, we, that's why um, having these kind of conversations, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a must because now I can see where you're going with this. And with me, it's a different view. You know, you have a different, yeah, yeah the way I approach things different than yours. But, you know, I mean, 
no one's right or wrong. It's just what's no. what works for your family and what's going to work yeah. for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the restaurants are, um, are, are you seeing a lot of restaurants opening though? Or is it All just? Everything's open. The city's open. This, the whole uh, city's open. Yeah. Uh, the restaurants that are closed, uh-huh. uh, that stayed closed, uh-huh. are restaurants that are still in the casinos. Like, um, uh, okay. You know, one, okay. Of, one of the things that, um, that, that is a draw to the casinos mm-hmm. is the idea that uh, we, we get this uh, cool buffet or, or mm-hmm. we get a discount or, we, you know, we gambled and played cards and they gave us this ticket for a free buffet, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, like we get to go to the buffet, mm-hmm. right? Well, because everybody's handling the food and, and the possible COVID, mm-hmm. like they, I think I read that if they open a couple of buffets in the restaurants, what they're going to do is be uh, serve buffets. Like you're mm-hmm. no longer able to get your own food. You have, you have yeah. to be served, uh-huh. right? And, um, you know, the idea that that's a thing and, uh, and a lot of the buffets aren't opening ever. Like yeah. they're just going to close them down. Yeah, yeah, and that's then, what uh, I was thinking. Yeah, that they weren't going to. And then uh, some of the restaurants, the higher end, like steakhouses and things like that, uh, are have been open, but like just uh, just the the run by shops, like hey, let's go get some food here. If they're inside the casino, they haven't been opened yet. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, that's good. That's yeah, that's good information. So you're saying that the restaurants, most of them are open. There's only a few that that are not. Obviously, yes. the buffet is probably like not. Yeah, well, they're not open yet because it's like yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's good to know. So at least if I, let's say, go visit Las Vegas, then I can go to a restaurant, any mm-hmm. restaurants, and it's like they're open. Sure. Okay, what about hotels? So it's my understanding that uh, all the hotels are open. Mm. Uh, okay. Uh, along when the casinos open, the hotels open, mm-hmm. right? Um, that they have special cleaning requirements when someone stays in a room, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like before they come in, they change your room, change the sheets, wipe everything down and they mm-hmm. move on. Well, now they're, they're disinfecting, you know, I throw up them quote signs, you know, mm-hmm. disinfecting the room. And uh, <laughs> I do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have friends that when they check in, they start cleaning the phone area, yeah. the table, or even the bathroom. I, for me, okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm not one of those clean freak person, but when if I'm going to put my makeup bag and my makeup in the bathroom, I, I do kind of wipe it before I lay it there because sure. if I don't, I bring that back home, right? So, And yeah. this is even before, you know, COVID. I just yeah. do that, you know. <laughs> I forget about the well, phone, though. I forget to clean so, the phone. So my wife, Irma Linda, uh, and, you know, she pushes dance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, my wife, my two daughters, they push dance. But my wife, before we got into PDR was a travel agent for years and years. Mm-hmm. And so she would always get these reports and stuff about hotels. So even before the COVID, mm-hmm. she would take them like Lysol disinfectant wipes or whatever. <laughs> and a- anything that you touch, like the phone, mm-hmm. the light switch, mm-hmm. you know, anything that you actually put your hand on, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she will wipe down, uh, you know, just a, a Lysol wipe and just yes. wipe it down. Uh-huh. And then she'd open up the bed and look for hair. Like that that's her thing. Oh my right? gosh, really? Yeah, she does it. And 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 I and I I promise, and this is for all you travelers out there, look at your bed. Uh-huh. Because if 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 the staff 
is running short on time. Uh-huh. They're trying to be quick. Uh-huh. They'll just make the bed, right? And and that's not against any particular chain. It's just the way that it is, right? Uh-huh. And uh, and I can t- I can't tell you, mm, you know, how many times we have opened up a sheet, found hair, and it's dirty, and we'd have no to change. No way. Room. Yeah, we'd have to change rooms. No, yeah. let me ask you something. Okay, let me ask you something. Is this, because you said, hey, it doesn't matter what you tell, you know, I mean, what hotel or which hotel, you know. Yeah, so if you have any one brand, yeah. you should just check. Because we found that, that, um, and, and this is, boy, this is going to come across badly, and that's not how I mean it. But the, 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 the staff that clean the rooms, they're just not highly paid. Right, they're mm-hmm. paid. They're 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 laborers, and sometimes they get behind or they're in a hurry or whatever. And it's quicker to just make the bed than change it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and that's just that's just the way of it, right? Like 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 I'm not. It's not against anybody or any hotel brand, but where whenever we stay, Ermelinda will open up the bed. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the way she is. That's mm-hmm. just the way of it, and she does it because she read a report one time. You know. 25 years ago or whatever and when she and then we 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 found beds with hair in it mm-hmm. and they've had to change our rooms we're like this is unacceptable right like we can't sleep here well we can change it we can change the sheets well no the whole room is tainted like how can we trust that any of it's clean mm-hmm. right and uh and that's just the way it is i mean you know so you know always check your bed people that that that's for your that's for your audience, Mary. Yeah. Always check your bed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of do the same thing too, but then my husband will be like, Mary, you're freaking out. And I'm like, no, I'm not freaking out. I just don't, I just know what's out there. So I'm sure. taking precaution, yeah. right? Extra precautions. Because I don't want to get into the bed with the dirty sheets or who knows what they did on that bed. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and, and I promise <laughs> when Ermeline started doing it, I was up in arms. I'd be like, why are you doing this? We, you know, you do this every time we go somewhere. You're mm-hmm. kicking me off, and mm-hmm. I'll be mad. <laughs> you thought and, she's a little, you know, over the top. Yeah, well, my wife is crazy. And then <laughs> she found a hair. Oh, and then, then you you got convinced. And then I was like, oh. And then we went to another place, uh-huh. and she found hair. And I'm like, okay, do your thing. Like, uh-huh. I'm like, so now, so now, sit down in this chair. Uh-huh. You do your thing. So, so <laughs> now you saw it. So now you're convinced, and now you're like, okay. I let her do what she needs to do because she's right on this one, right? So yeah. now you're, yeah. So my question is, is this like, uh, it doesn't matter if it's uh, one of those, you know, high-end hotel or, you know what I mean? Because there's like, there's different types of hotel. There's ones that are really expensive and then there's ones medium and then there's ones that's really low. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter. We do the same every single hole. Every uh-huh. place we stay and, and Mary, you know, we travel a lot what well, we did right up until the COVID-19 uh-huh. you know uh you know we went to we went to Rome uh-huh. and the same thing you know we stay you know in high end if I stayed at the Aria or I stayed at the Motel 6 I love the Aria we, we, yeah. we, we would do the same thing okay right? it wouldn't matter yeah. okay got it got it okay so hotels are all open restaurants are open casinos now opens obviously there's no conventions because there's I think there's no gathering for more than 250 people um, what about the traffic? Is I mean, what do you th- what, what are you noticing there? I mean, are people coming out so, more? I mean, when they when they first opened, so when the COVID nineteen and the city shut down, 
And because we were still moving along, we were all over the city all the time. And man, it was like a ghost town. You could <laughs> ride down the strip and it, it, literally it was like, like everyone died and it was empty. really was nobody, nobody walking, nobody driving. It was just dead. Uh, and then they started to open some places and then the, you know, the phase one opened and uh, all of a sudden uh, there started to become some traffic and there's more traffic and it wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't like normal city, man, it's really hectic and busy, but it, it started to build, you know. Uh -huh. But then once the casinos opened, that was it. Wide open. It's like the city. Wide open. It's like, it's like, it's not, it's like, it's never closed. Is that what you're never saying? Closed, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's good to know. So that way, um, yeah, over here, it's kind of like that now too. Since we're on phase two and we're almost like, you know, done with phase three, we're like, we're seeing a lot of traffic now too. Yeah. And the restaurants are like opening up a little by little, but it depends on what restaurants, but you're telling me yeah. over there, most of the restaurants are open over here. It still depends on the restaurants. You know, if they decided to stay closed, there's, there's some restaurants here that are still closed. Oh, there's, there's a ton of restaurants that just didn't make it. They just, they just didn't make it. There, there's, there's a bunch of restaurants and I don't have a, I don't have a count. I don't want to lie or mislead. Uh -huh. Uh -huh, but, uh -huh. uh, there, there are a couple of restaurants that we specifically go to that uh -huh. are not chain. They're just family owned. Uh, one of them is a Mexican restaurant, uh -huh. uh, you know, and they just didn't make it. Oh, that's did not make it. Yeah, that's kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so the ones this is when when you when I think of restaurants that are still closed at this point because everybody's open. Mm -hmm. when I think of restaurants that are still closed. I think of the ones that just they're never opening again mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so what's your um because like obviously um you know i mean i told mike um we know that um mte las vegas is going to happen you know and yes. so we sat down talked about it well, what do you think what's your thoughts into this um to this so idea? here's my thoughts and whoever's listening from from, <laughs> from, from the mt are not going to be happy um i live here and it's in my city mm -hmm. right but, and, and don't get me wrong, there's a ton of valuable information at the, at the, at the education days. Mm -hmm. And I am, I am, I'm not anti-education. In fact, I'm pro-education, mm -hmm. right? And that, that's, you know, uh, try to tell my kids, try to tell my grandkids, you know, you know, be as smart as you can all the time. But at the end of the day, without the vendors, I don't, I have, I have no interest, mm -hmm. right? Like mm -hmm. I, have, I have no interest and it's not because I don't want to go to the education days, but I want to see the tools. I want mm -hmm. to put my hands on the tools and I, and I want, I want the area where I can try them so I can go, I need one of these, or man, this is a great idea. I need one of those, or, you know, mm -hmm. I, I want to see the tools mm -hmm. like, like, like the whole MTE convention for me is about putting my hands on items that I never get to see try. Well, well, right? here's, well, here's the thing. Let's just say there's some, two company out there, you know, like yeah. one or two that decided to come and just bring their vans in, you know, sure. like, you know, cause there's a couple there that are doing now, right? Anson, they have their, um, yeah, Anson's you know, on the road, yep. finesse is on the road. Also, um, uh, a one's on the road A1 now too. Is on the road. Yeah. Sure. So let's say a couple of these uh, companies are out there. I mean, is that something that's going to motivate people? I mean, you know, but here, cause here's the thing. When you said that you want to see tools, you want to touch the tools, well, you got to like think 
you know, like what these companies are thinking too. Do I want these people to touch my tools? I mean, what, you know, sure. with this COVID-19, I mean, like I said, we don't know if what happens if we're in the same situation in, you know, next year in January. I yeah. mean, does that no, mean that MTE is going to? I agree with you. I agree with you on how they're thinking and the idea that they're thinking it. But as a consumer, mm -hmm. as a buyer of products, mm -hmm. as the owner of a company. Mm -hmm. Now, I live here in Vegas. Obviously, if Anson, A1 and, you know, Finesse, they bring their trucks, mm -hmm. I'm going to want to go visit them. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I'll I'll pay attention to social distancing and, and I won't touch my even if I touch the tools, I won't touch any any part of my face until I wash my hands. Yes. But mm -hmm. but the idea that uh, if I live in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. If I live if I live in Denver. Right. Uh, you know, the idea that I come all the way to Vegas for two days of education or one education day. And, you know, look at one, one or two vans worth of tools and then out, you know, it, is there a, is there a value there mm -hmm. for the money that I'm going to spend to come here? Mm -hmm. Because I assure you, um, the room rates here are high, the, just to get a drink. Now they open the casinos and people are buying drinks at the, at, at the tune of 1750 a drink, like, you know, it, it's going to be silly expensive. So as, as a consumer, as a buyer, as an owner of a company, it, is it going to be worth my valued time to come all the way to Vegas to, to walk in one or two tool vans because they decided to show, right? Mm -hmm. Like it becomes a question of value, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and for me, and, th and this is what I was saying, like, you know, I know, I, and, and, and I like the guys from the MT, but you know, they're probably going to be mad because I say it, but I just don't know <laughs> that I would be interested if I didn't live here to, to be, to be that motivated, to come to, come, come to the, come, come to the MTE. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, what and, what and happened, I, Ray? What happened, Ray? If I say, Ray, I'm coming over there. You better be there. I'll have to invite <laughs> you to the house, man. Because you know <laughs> what? We're going to drop some good information. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you might have to come to the house, man. Uh, you know, I mean, Think about it, and and if, if if it, I live here in Las Vegas, but it was the last three years I've been to the MTE in Orlando. Uh -huh. But I promise, if you say Ray, you need to come to MTE Orlando because I'm going to put out some good information. And I go, are there going to be any any tool companies there besides you know the ones in the two vans uh -huh. and you go no but it, you'll have your educational day i promise i'm not flying all the way to orlando for education day i promise yeah but then you know you can't you can't do that comparison because you're already there in vegas so there's a difference right. you know right. from you know flying from orlando i mean uh, from las vegas to orlando that's like a long trip okay and right. you're going to spend a lot of money on that. But then why would yeah. you do that? So maybe that would be more of a hassle, whereas you are already in Vegas. So well, and, that, and that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of comparison I'm trying to make. Mm -hmm. I live in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And, and, and well, you're like, Ray, you know, come from Seattle to Las Vegas. I'm going to be putting out some good information. I'll be like, what tool comes in there? And you go, uh, Finesse Tools and Anson will be here. Well, you I'll know what they like, said? Um, I think because we all, I think it was last year when um, MTE Las Vegas um, 
started, you know, started. And yeah. some of the questions that I had, and also probably Mike, at the time when we were having conversation, why are you splitting it in two, you know? But then after I heard the reasoning behind it, they said because the one for Orlando or the one, f- yeah, the one f- the one from Orlando are for people that are like Midwest, back East, but the one for Las Vegas is like Southern California, Arizona, any states that's close to that area. So that sure. kind of, you know, so that's who they're targeting as no, far I as the demographic. And, and, and their target audience is fine. Uh-huh. But I, I think the point is being missed. If, you know, the, the complete experience of MTE touching the tools includes uh-huh. you know the 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 play area you know the podcast uh-huh. um uh-huh. you know the the dead olympics uh-huh. like 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 that's the whole experience well let yeah, me ask you trick let me let, let me i i don't want to like you know put you on the spot but let me tell you something do you know when mte started it was totally small it was so small that when mike invited me to go and at that time, even and Triana was, I mean, yeah, even and Triana was very little. They're like a year and a half apart. So it's almost like having twins, you know what I mean? Having a twin. So, you know, t- two kids that close to each other's age, it's like, it's like having a twin. It's hard to travel and then do business. So when Mike invited me, he said, come. And then I said, you know what? Why don't you go and check it out? And then if I need to go, I'll go. But I don't want to drag the little kids with me and trying to do work and then do MTE, but that's how MTE started. My point is it was so small. And I think I saw some of the pictures that Mike took long, long ago when he first started, it's, it was small when it was just starting because no matter what a company has to start from ground up, you know, if you're starting, obviously you start small until you become big. Right. So, so it's one of those things that uh, I think, I don't know what their, um, mindset is why it's you know it's still going on but like i told you coming from working from small companies big companies they have the mentality that mentality i can't even talk mentality that hey the show still must go on you know what i mean we just have to adapt and you know like kind of adjust and obviously they're adjusting. They're not bringing in the exhibits because they're, you know, they're not allowed to bring more than 250 people. So there's no point of um, doing the exhibits. So they decide to just do the education now. Even well, with, I mean, it, but I mean, if that's the case, uh-huh, right? And, uh-huh, and uh-huh. talking about an education day, uh-huh. uh, they do better, right? Uh-huh. E does better because we already know that the universities and and the different high schools are doing. Uh, education by by distance like, learning uh, based yeah yeah distance yeah, yeah. learning uh-huh. you do better charging x amount of dollars per person uh-huh. and do a live video for each segment of class like like you do better than that way you you have the opportunity to get more people you you have an opportunity to to to, to get everybody online together and you know questions and answers and you know you, you have a better opportunity doing that way than going 250 people come to Las Vegas and we'll do education day. Like you just have a better opportunity in my opinion. Uh huh. Well, I think uh-huh. they're probably targeting to that, that area, you know, people in that area, like Southern California, you know, sure. I think that's what, who they're targeting to, because I know for a fact they have two big speakers. One of them is a woman who's been, um, I think she, she's a, you know, well-known public speakers as well as an author of a book. Right. Same thing with the other guys. So they have, um, puts people on the you know on their mm-hmm. roster like 
really uh, professional public speakers. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what uh, they're doing because, you know, I mean, obviously if there's no um, regulation, they're probably going to have the exhibits, but because there's a regulation that's that's only like 250 people can attend, they have to like follow that. Maybe that's why, you know. But obviously things are still going to change. I don't know. So yeah. I can't, you know. It's, and it's still a long way off. Yeah. You know, they, they, might, they, might, they might totally uh, open it up for conventions at some point and say, you know, these are the rules and uh-huh. it might totally change. I mean, you know, you know, was it August, September? Um, I had, End of you know, August. Yeah. Like August so, you know, 27, We're talking I about think. a long time away still, right? Like it's still a long, long way off. Yeah. With the way that they're opening up the city and the different things, like, you know, uh-huh. it's still a long way off. Yeah. Well, you know that um, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be off track. Well, you know, all these protesting, everyone's so close together and they're in like thousands. So what are you thinking about? Yeah. Right? I mean, <laughs> and where's, where's their, where's your mask? They're, 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 they're wearing masks. Because you know they want to riot and steal some stuff. Okay. Right? Yeah, but what I'm That's saying, what their masks are for. Yeah. Um, but here's no, the but, thing, Ray. I'm yeah. gonna be watching closely if something's gonna come out of that. You know what I mean? If we're gonna see like a a spike on, you know what I mean, COVID nineteen or not because of yeah. that thing happened. But yeah. like like what I was saying, for me, it's like I know not to touch my face. I know to wash yeah. my hands before and after eating. And if I sure see people you know well my thing is if i see people that's coughing or i think sick then i just like stay away i mean obviously i'm not gonna say it i'm just gonna walk away just to be polite sure. but yeah sure. that's the way to deal with it we just we're gonna we might have to do that for a little while until things get better yeah. right and, and, and a lot of people don't know that the masks aren't for you uh, it, it's, been it's for them well, it's, it's actually for those people that are sick. You from spreading it, not yeah. prevent you from catching it. it right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's actually yeah. for people that are sick who decided not to stay home because yeah. they're being a whatever. My, like my like what my daughter would say, a butthole. You know, <laughs> so instead of saying a bad word, she will be like, you're a butthole. <laughs> you know, so anyways. for the So the idea that, that, that people are coming out you know, I, I, I do think that based on the way people are conducting themselves, we're going to have another surge mm-hmm. right, of, of cases. But, you know, the, the thing about it is we as a people, we as a country, we as a nation, uh, despite the rioting, despite uh-huh. you know, the protests, we as a people, it, we can't be contained. We have to yep. work. We have to yeah. make money. We yeah. have to survive. Yeah. Otherwise, they'll have martial law because everybody will be stealing whatever they need because people got people have to have they have they have to have food they have to have you know toilet paper they have to have these things uh-huh. right? like it's, it's it's a real thing uh-huh. so you know we can't be contained people are you know there's already people that 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 were that were like look i can't stay closed my people need to work you know yeah getting getting arrested and you know getting fined because they didn't close but you know sometimes we got to take those kind of lumps so that way our, our business can stay stay afloat or stay flourishing, you know, like that's those are the chances you take. Yeah. But uh, you know, I I I am in agreement with the idea that that, you know, you know, and I definitely don't want to talk politics with you. Oh my goodness. Oh uh, no, we're not we're not gonna we're go not there going right there now. today, Mary. No, we're not. And, uh, <laughs> but I mean, 
the, the idea that, that the government closes us down, I mean, they're, they're, they only have so much authority, right? Like, like, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't keep me from trying to be happy. The pursuit of happiness. Uh -huh, I uh -huh. have to be happy, uh -huh, but uh -huh. you can't stop my pursuit of it, right? But, but, like, but Ray, this is another um, episode of my, you know, my podcast because <laughs> sure. that's a long conversation. But yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be straight up because I'm a kind of, you know, I'm a straight up kind of person. I don't, no. I, you know, I don't hold back. But no. I'm also polite in a way that I will like say it nicely, so that way sure. I won't get anyone offended. That yeah. you know, I mean, these are the stuff that we, we do need to talk about because you have. Yeah. Um, I can sense that there's a different. You know, you're coming from a different perspective than where I'm going to be coming from on this sure. issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's one of those things that hey, we have to share ideas because maybe. In the conversation, you might realize, you know what, what Mary said might sense, you know, it's kind of making sense. And then right. maybe you might say something to me that might sense to me. And right. then from there, we just meet halfway, right? Well, and, 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 and the true, the true thing is, is that, that if we can gain some kind of knowledge from each other and right, wrong, or indifferent, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like, I don't have to agree with it, but I, I definitely want the knowledge, right? I yeah. want to, I want to know, yeah. right? Uh, people that make uh, decisions for themselves, for family, for children, right? The whole idea is to have have as much information as you can. Yes. So that way, your your decisions are best based on the knowledge that you have. Uh -huh. And and whether we're talking about uh, the riots or whether we're talking about politics yeah. or whether yeah. we're talking about how to make the best spaghetti sauce, whatever we're talking about, right? Like. Having knowledge is the key. Have, and, and that's all, I'm all about that, right? I mean, yeah. yeah, I'm all about knowledge. That's why. And then when I learn the knowledge, I like to share it because, yeah. you know, I mean, how how else are the people going to know about it if we don't share our knowledge, right? I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I'm, I think, I don't know what it is. I'm gravitated to like older people because if they have something to share that I you know, it's almost like the aha moment. Hey, I've never looked at it that way. Or you, you have something to share to me that I don't know about. Well, sure. then share away, you know, because and then I welcome it, you know, but but then some people don't like that. And I think it has something to do with the ego. And I came from a culture, you know, because like I said, I was born here, grew up in two countries. So I've seen two cultures, one in the Philippines and one here in the United States. I grew up in a culture where sometimes, you know, they have like, hey, I'm a macho. You're like, you know, some, some of the men, I'm the macho or I'm the yeah. men of the house. So what what I say goes. So I, mm. I've seen that too. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, different cultures have different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the way... Uh, you know, me and my wife do it. it may not be the way that you and Mike do it. It might not be the way that someone from the South might do it or mm -hmm. someone from Spain might do it differently. Like different cultures have different ways, different mm -hmm. ways of life. And the idea that, that we can still learn, right? Like, 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 we yeah. can, like, like, oh, we never did it that way, but I like the way they do this, or I like them as a couple, the way they do that or, or anything like that. So, you know, um, you know, and when, since we're talking about education and the education day at MTE, it, right, it, like, there you like go. Uh -huh. the, the, the whole idea that we can learn something is great, but that uh -huh. don't mean I'm on the drive all the way to dang Las Vegas. To see. <laughs> 
But if you're going to learn something, how to improve your business or how to market your business, that should be enough motivation for you. Because especially for those people out there who's just starting their company or who's sure. thinking of, this, of this, you know, of starting their own company, because let's say maybe they're health technicians. And then one day they said, hey, you know what? I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I want to own my own company, right? Sure. So you got to start somewhere. And the okay. more knowledge you have out there on how to run a business, the more better for you. I agree with that. I'm not. Well, anyway, Ray, you know, it's a pleasure to have you on my podcast. I really appreciate it. Yeah. You know, just Thank love. Thank you for having me, Mary. Oh, you're I appreciate welcome. talking to you. I know. Yeah. You're welcome. And then say hi to Irma Linda and the girls. Perfect. I'll do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Say, say hello to Mike and, and the kids for me. Yeah, he's coming on next. Okay. Thanks, Ray. Talk to you later. Uh, bye. bye. Hello, now we are here with Mike Toledo, my hubby. What's going on? Joining us. What's going on? Good, good. You got a good surprise. You pulled me out of work. <laughs> Come do this podcast. <laughs> At least it's worth it because now we got we got Kevin Hillwood here. So what's going on, Kevin? Hey, guys, good. Going good. Good, uh, good. Still hot as heck in Florida and stuck in the house, but everything's going great. That's that's good, man. That. Well, I mean, heck, you, you, at least you're in Florida, and it's warm. It's not cold and snowing. <laughs> so anyways, um, the reason why I brought you in, Kevin, um, it was like, actually, it's a last-minute thing. You know, everyone's got a question questions about MTE Las Vegas, and since that there's no exhibit, then I'm, like, sitting over here. I know there's going to be education because Mike and I are um, one of the – well, two of the two, uh, two of the other speakers that are going to be speaking. And I right. know you guys haven't formally uh, made an announcement yet because you're still waiting for some more information. So I figured that I'll bring you in to kind of uh, okay. shed some lights into the what if or, you know, the unknown. Right. Okay. Yeah. So can you explain right. to us? So, um, so let's sure. let, give us the dirt. Okay. Man. <laughs> It's, it's going to be, it is going to still be called MTE, um, but it'll be like MTE light. There will be a show, not like a regular MTE. There'll be exhibits as far as tabletops go. And for the exhibitors that are interested, any exhibitor, any past exhibitor at any of the shows would like a tabletop. Um, it, there's no charge for them. Um, there will be an education day and then a reception after the education day. So it's probably going to be like two two days, really. Um, and the hotel is given us a rate of forty nine dollars a night for the uh, attendees. Mm -hmm. 
So it, it, as far as I know, everything's going as planned. They're waiting for a few more papers to be signed, I think, from the hotel. Um, other than that, it's definitely a go. Again, it, it, it can't be a regular MCE, though. That's the only problem. Now, do, you, do you know why? I mean, I have, maybe you have some insight, but I haven't got to talk to Sheldon or anything like that. But why, why, why do it? When it it's when it's only at this capacity right, and and the times right yeah. now, I think I think it's the fact that they have a lot of people that wanted to go. I don't know because I'm not privy to those numbers. Whoever's called in, I'm not there, obviously. Um, but it's also to keep it going as far as continue next year to have a full fledged MTE in Las Vegas. Okay, it's mm-hmm. just you know the times with what's going on, um, they're just going to have to do a much much smaller tabletop show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was telling Ray, you know, um, some of this, um, even with us, you know, with our company, when COVID-19 hit and we had a lockdown, Mike and I sat down and we were like, okay, we're still going to go on, even though we we have the COVID-19, we just have to take precautionary measures. I mean, the show must still go on, you know what I mean? Or right. our business must still go on. That, that, yeah. make, that makes sense. I mean, because so you, I mean, so our, our MTE is... Basically, you want, to, you want to keep the footprint there. That's basically what, yeah. what it yeah, comes down to. You know, you know, if you think about it, last year was the first year in mm-hmm. Las Vegas, and it was very successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but to now back away from it at this point without doing anything, I think would be more of a hindrance in the future than, than to found a small tabletop exhibit show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Again, it's, it's a charge for the exhibitors, so... Um, you know that, that they've come up with a few things, and and it sounds like it's going to be good. Whether or not you know it's, it's at the towards the end, if they can put booths in, I don't think so. I think it's just going to continue as a tabletop for this year only, and then next year, of course, will be a regular MTE. Okay. Now you mentioned something about um, like there's uh, they can bring their tools, like maybe like just a smaller. I mean, can you explain that to me? I mean, you were explaining to me yeah. earlier. It, yeah, I mean. It, as far as like the the booths go, um, the exhibitors can bring tools into the into the show, of course, to sell. If if an exhibitor is to the point where they think they might need extra space, I think it'd be you know just the cost, whatever the cost factor is, which would be very minimal, so that the exhibitor can then have all of his line in or their line in rather. Almost um, like as far, oh, sorry, go ahead, Kevin, go ahead. No, so as far as that goes, you know, they're giving everybody a free booth. And if they need it a little bit more between you and I, I don't think there's even going to be a charge probably uh, unless the hotel charges. And if that is, uh, it'll only be a minimal fee. You know, you know, it'd be cool. I mean, is maybe, maybe the vendors would just, maybe it'd be like, almost like, you know how you, you have a, uh, you know, like a, a rolling taco shop, like a taco uh, <laughs> truck. Yeah, taco. Like a drive through you mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> like but they all bring their trucks. You know what I mean? That's like, um, I, I that don't would know. be a great. That that would be a great idea. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because the reality is, most of the manufacturers have their own trucks that are going around, and and that would be perfect. Yeah. Um, have a tabletop, and then in the parking lot have the truck. I don't think that would be a problem at all. Yeah, I think that yeah. I I was um talking to uh, Christina was I think it was yesterday or two days ago. And she was uh, thinking about that, but I don't know if you changed your mind already that, you know, they're going to have a truck out there. And I said, that would be great if they're like outside waiting. So yeah. p- for people who wants to buy something, right, it's right there. And 
Now remember, some of these people that attends that uh, you know that attended Las Vegas last year, they don't go to the one in Florida. They just, you know what I mean? It's just too long of a flight. Most of them, I mean, not say all of them, but yeah, most of them. Yeah, I I, I felt like it was pretty good uh, turnout uh, in Vegas for what it was. What do you think, Kevin? Yeah, I definitely do. For a first show, absolutely. And it was, thought, and it was a different crowd, too. Yeah, the, the thing was, when we started the Mobile Tech Expo, um, it, the problem that we had was that to come west with the show, we didn't have the wherewithal. We didn't have, we weren't established. We actually didn't have the money to go into Las Vegas. Um, and we always had people contacting us regarding when is it coming west? And I think if you know, remember, Mike, we did one in Corpus Christi, Texas. Yep. Um, and that was as far west as we could go. But we always had people saying, you know, I can't afford to close my business, spend you know, time either driving or flying across the country, uh, and the expense of coming into the show or, or getting a hotel, feeding the family or whoever's going, it was just too expensive. So, so the idea for a West Coast show has been long coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody can do it, it's, it's convex. And again, you're still going to get people that are, are in Orlando that won't go to Vegas. And you're going to get people out in the West coast that won't come to Orlando. So I think it's like a perfect uh, match for both of them. Both mm-hmm. Kevin, Kevin, can I get you real quick? Cause some of the, actually Mary's, this is Mary's podcast. I almost feel like it's, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing a podcast myself, but, uh, for people who don't, know you as well as Mary and I do, but can you give us a little brief history of like, you know, obviously let's come to the point now, but just briefly uh, how you started, what year did it start and where are you at now with it? Like what's your role with it now? Okay. It, it started actually, um, I was at, this is how the whole thing started. I was doing, we were um, manufacturing car parts, uh, door caps they were called. And I had a friend, Nat Danis, who had his own magazine in the auto trim industry. And I thought we were always considered second class. Like a, a PDR guy wasn't a body shop. And a guy that did glass repair wasn't a glazier. And a guy that did interior restoration wasn't a trimmer or an upholsterer. So we were always second class. And, and at that point, if you came onto a lot to do work, they'd ask you to take your truck and put it around the back of the parking lot to do the work. They didn't want anybody to see you doing it. So it was like, you know, we're always hidden. And I thought that's great. And the way to do something about it was to get everybody together, uh, start a publication so that everyone could exchange ideas and network. Um, and and uh, that's really how it started. I went to Las Vegas. I met Tom Price actually in a, at a Nate show. And we were kicking it around. I was asking him about it, um, if it would be feasible. He said, yeah, absolutely. So it was basically there. I then saw him again in, in SEMA. We discussed it again some more. And that was the, the decision to do the first Dent Olympics, um, which was held in Orlando. And um, it was a hit. I mean, the first show we had uh, a trim shop guy that came in and he actually redid a complete convertible top and interior right on the show floor. So, we didn't know how, how good it was going to go, but by the time we finished the show, um, I think probably 75% of the people that were there, as far as exhibitors go, all wanted to book in for the following year. Mm. What, what year was that? that was like, like 2000, 2001, 2000. Um, it was at the Tupperware Center in, uh, Las, in Las Vegas, in Orlando. 
then the following year, we moved it out to uh, the Radisson Doubletree, and we were there for four years. And then from there to Clearwater, Florida for another four, then out to um, Corpus Christi, and then back to Orlando. Yeah, that's that's amazing history right there. I mean, uh, I feel like I grew up with you, though, uh, in, in most yeah. of those years. Yeah, so. yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I actually saw um, a couple of pictures that Mike took from when you first started that going it right at MTE and yeah. I'm looking at it I was like oh wow it's really small when it's well, you know when it, you it wasn't started. that it was small then it was actually busy then right Kevin but it's it it, it's like but now it's it's like it's gosh, big dang, it's like, man, well you got to start somewhere dad it, it, you know yeah. so it's it, almost like it was also the enthusiasm the enthusiasm that that the attendees they were so thankful that there was something yeah and the exhibit we're excited because that was the only way that they could get their wares out other than um, in, in ads or direct mail or whatever. So that enthusiasm kind of carried it forward. I met Tom Nations at the very first show, and um, I had no clue who Tom Nations was. And for the audience or whoever don't know who he is, he was with Dent Wizard. Um, and he basically also said, there's no way that we're not coming back next year uh-huh. and with a bigger and better booth. And, and from that, it, we just kept going with it. I mean, it was tough in the beginning, um, signing contracts that, you know, come October, you've got a bill on your head for like, I don't know, probably 200 and something thousand dollars. And you're not there yet. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Between exhibit space and, you know, the de- decorators and all the, the fees and stuff. So I had a couple of sleepless nights. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> I think your daughter was, I, I think your daughter worked uh, with you too, right? Yeah, yeah. She was at um, the very first one. She was, gee, I don't even know, 10 or something. She was doing face painting, helping someone do a, that was doing face painting at the first one for the kids. And uh, then every year she continued. Um, of course, she was going to school and uh, she did, but she always broke away for the NTE. And, and, um, Towards the end of it, about two years before, you know, Convex took over, I gave her a little bit more than normal to do. And she did an excellent job with it. And I thought, you know what, the last year, I basically, I stood back and to see how she would go with it. And it went perfect. Matter of fact, everybody was asking to talk to her. Nobody wanted to talk to me at the show. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I saw her grow up too. Yeah. Yeah. What I was going to yeah. mention too, so you, let's fast forward a little bit now. And you went to like, what year did, did you make the transition of like, um, like when Sheldon took over? What, what, what happened to that? Like, what, what made you make the decision to do that? You're talking about well, like because, selling? Yeah. Yeah. It, basically, we had been contacted by a few different companies um, that were interested. And I'm not sure if you remember, Mike, but there was a company called. Um, uh, NBM, National Business Media, they contacted us and they wanted me quote them into their family. And I, I didn't give them an answer, but I had the heart attack in 2005. Yeah. And while I was in there, I guess they thought that everything was going to fall apart, the newspapers, the, you know, the, um, the show and everything. So they came out with their own, came out with their own um, magazine and their own shows. Uh, unfortunately for them, I made it. And, uh, and so they um, they didn't do too good with the shows. From what I hear, there's you know minimal people there, more exhibitors than attendees, and the magazines just tanked within a few months. Um, from there, there were two other companies that were interested, 
Um, and I just, to be honest with you, it, because it becomes so personal, I couldn't just hand it over to anybody. Um, I known Chuck from years ago. As I said, I had a very good friend, Nat Danis. He passed, but Nat and Chuck were my, they were very much, very, very similar. And I don't think I could have met a more honest individual um, than both of them, you know, both Nat and Chuck. They're very, very honest. And and I thought if if I am going to do it, then it would probably be with him. So we had discussions for, I don't know, probably about a year and a half back and forth. And I realized that I couldn't afford to bring it to the West Coast. Even after we had successes, there was no way that uh, that we could do it. And um, and so we discussed it, and, um, and, and Condex took over. Doing a great job. I'm now like a spokesperson. Um, they they kept me around because you know. Yeah, yeah, you're the ambassador. It would like it would be like if you if I didn't see you, I'd be like, well, this is an MTE. It's like it's got the icing on the cake right here. Well, he started it, so if he founded it, yeah, yeah it's just it just makes sense to keep him in, you know, to keep you in, um, Kevin, so that yeah. way they can learn from you and you can learn from them. Yeah. yeah, what I'm trying to do now is I want to get the um, men's room attendant position so that I can give out towels and make some tips. Yeah, that's great. That's a good story. I, I think I heard that obviously before, but uh, for, it's it's always good to hear because it refreshes some of the details uh, about your journey. Um I can't say enough too, Kevin. I mean, we all wouldn't know one another if it wasn't for you, uh, with that tenacity and, and, um, sacrificing and, and sleepless nights, like you said, uh, I, I just want to say thank you very much, Kevin. Appreciate that. And, and, and resilience that he's going to make it work. You know what I mean? Cause now it's like, yeah. I can only see MTE going even bigger. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, the East Coast. I remember. I have a story for you though, Kevin. So, um, so your publisher wanted to call me and interview me, and so I thought I it was big time then. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be on the publication, you know. (laughs) And I remember she talked to me, and and I said, oh, I said something. I go, please don't say that part, you know. And she's like, oh yeah, no problem, you know. And next thing you know. I have a picture of my, of my of my friend on there instead of me. I don't know how she got that picture. It was David from SOS Dance. Oh, okay. Right with my dent time on there, and then uh-huh. she wrote everything that I told her not to say. And <laughs> <laughs> but oh but God. I made it though. I made it. It was it was in your yeah. publication. So thank you. I can remember my first time you came, or not the first time you came, but you came one day and you said, "Would it be okay if I floated a, a blimp in the hall?" Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. I do. I said, yeah, yeah, go for it. But after I said that to you, I went back to the room and I'm thinking, wait a minute. I said, <laughs> he said, blimp. No, I'm thinking it's going to be the thing coming in the doors. Um, but it, it, all, it all worked out. You know, yeah. It all out. I, and that's another story, too. So um, that year, I was flying her around and Maria and, and, and uh, John. John were yeah. at their booth. And, and this is the first time they were there and I was flying and Ray Safney was talking to me and I lost my attention and it was flying and it hit the top of the ceiling. It was about to come down 
like crashing on Maria. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, snap. And I I, I, I gained control and it made me two inches from chopping her ear off. dude. So, oh, but I, I pulled it through. And then after that, I was like, no, I'm not doing it no more. I'm not putting it, flying it yeah. in there no more. So. No yeah. wonder you only yeah. brought it one year. Yeah, I didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. so. I'll I tell you something, too, though. If you have balloons in the show hall yeah, and you leave the balloons or the balloons get loose and they go up you know, to the ceiling, yeah, they charge a fortune to each balloon. They charge you like $50 a balloon to get them down. Really? Wow. Minimum $50. Yeah, it was really, really expensive. Why? Because they have to get a special so boom and go all the way up there and do that? Is they that have why? to get the, you know, like, what's it called? That, that lift thing that comes up and goes up to change light bulbs. And stuff. yeah. Yeah. So I, I said to him, I said, it was uh, Frank Minish from uh, breed allies. I said, Frank, $50 a balloon. Cause we had a couple, but not a lot. And he goes, yes, 50 bucks a balloon. I said, well, let me ask you a question. He goes, what's that? I said, well, if I bring in a BB gun and get rid of him, is that okay? He goes, yeah. The next year, I swore, he says, you know, it's really going good with that, getting rid of the balloons. I said, the BB gun? He says, we're doing so well, we cut the price in half. It's only $25 now. <laughs> love it. Love oh, my it. God. That is so it's like That's a good story. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that story. That was good. That's a good story. Yeah. I love stories yeah, I like love that. It. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's, it's things you don't realize, you know, like that, like balloons getting loose. So yeah, the little the little headaches that turn into migraines, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, so um, Kevin, going back to uh, MTE Las Vegas, when are you guys going to hear the um, the final? You know, well, probably I would think within the next week or two. Okay, as it stands now, though. Um, Basically, as far as I can see, it's it's set. Uh, it's just not set in stone yet, so that's the only thing we're waiting for. Okay. Uh, but I, I think it's a good idea. I mean, they asked me, and I, I definitely think it's a good idea with the tabletop issue, uh, and and keeping it fresh in everyone's mind. If they can't make it, that's unfortunate, but they know it's going to be back for the following year. Yeah, yeah. And I noticed that you guys are um, going to have like a couple of uh, big speakers right there. Big, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Speakers, your um, public speakers. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Now, what do they? I, what I do they do? Who are they? They are. Know? They are professional I, public I speakers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to divulge it yet. Oh. Okay. okay. Got it. All right. Uh, Zip. <laughs> That's luckily I didn't say the name right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Good. Good. Well, okay. you, you, you yeah. anything else to say? We keep them on the phone or no? Oh, yeah. no, I'm okay. good. All right. I'm good. Thanks for coming on, Kevin. I really oh, appreciate thanks it. Thanks for having me. Kevin, as oh, always, I, I, I can't wait to see you again. Um, stay healthy, stay well, and uh, we'll see you soon, man. Great. Yes. Thanks, Mike. And, and Mary, thank you and your family. Make sure the kids are good and safe, and I look forward to seeing you. Okay. You got it, Kevin. Thanks okay. a lot for Th your time. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so what do you think? Kevin Hillwood. Yeah. It's, yeah you brought it's an Vegas. all-star in. I didn't know that. Is no. this turning into a PDR podcast? Or mm. like, what are you doing? Are you, are you trying to hijack my podcast? Or what are you trying to no, do? No, 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 no. It's not that. that gonna, what happened is I'm that. I'm going to take this recording and put it on mine. That way I don't have to say much. <laughs> Whatever. I don't have to say much. <laughs> Whatever. No, what happened is that, obviously, we're just coming out of this COVID-19 stuff. And we're still trying to uh, figure out what's out there. Or how are we going to like... Um, 
you know, some people still trying to, you know, figure out how to adapt. Now, I, I came, hold on. I came in this last. What's what's this whole podcast about? What is it? Okay. Well, this actually is because um, we have, you know, the MTE basically sent out an email blast there that we're going to be, you know, to the people that's going to be speaking. And I'm sure there are other speakers out there. Actually, there's a couple that's going to be even bigger speakers, you know, like, because this is what they do for bigger fashion. Bigger than you? Bigger than us, that I'm telling you. you. They're <laughs> whatever. Stop teasing me. So anyways, um, you're losing, you know, I'm losing my train of you're thought because you keep you interrupting to, in me. to be a good host, you got to have some mind control. I'm trying to teach you Jedi podcasting. Oh my gosh. No, come to the dark side. <laughs> So, so anyway, so obviously I've heard it from some people. Oh, they're not going to make it. So I want to figure out, for, well, there's two things here that I was trying to determine. Okay, why people are not going and if, they, and, and if they are not, what's the reason? And then I'm also trying to figure out what's MTE, you know, MTE crew's mindset on this, you know, with given that, you know, we're in this uh, situation. Well, I'll why tell you what that's doing. why I brought in Kevin and yeah. that's why I brought in Ray because for one, Ray is in Las Vegas. I haven't been to Las Vegas since, I don't know, last year, right? So I want to know what's the atmosphere there right now. And then I brought in Kevin because he's a good source to go to to find out where is MTE coming from this MTE, you know, from this point, you know, about MTE Las Vegas. Yeah. What do you think? I, I think it's a good point. I, I actually enjoyed that conversation. It was, it was really I good. know. Like I Kev love Kevin is like one of the most. Yeah. Like just respect. Just super. Super nice. He's nice super just, nice. Just bends over backwards for everybody. He doesn't, you don't have to be a superstar for him to talk to you or anything like that. I mean, he's just friendly. Uh -huh. Just listens to you listen that's why it's successful because he actually listened he to, listens to the attendees yes. you know he didn't just dictate and do what he wanted to do every year he really really cares about people really paid attention to every yeah. video every every person feedback uh -huh. positive or negative uh-huh you know he he i mean he, he took it with a grain of salt if it was negative but you know what it made him stronger i think yeah uh, it, yeah he wouldn't have it wouldn't have been where it was if he if he didn't go by those own guidelines. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, the thing about I, you know, the thing I like about him, Dad, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna go on and on. Mom but and the, Dad. the 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 thing that I like about Kevin is that he's so down to earth. He's so humble and down to earth, and he's genuine. You know what I mean? He's he's just like yeah, a good go. person Genuine. all around. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you talk, a good yeah, person all around. We all know as human beings, once you, when you get older, when you have a conversation with just within five minutes, you know if that person's legit or not. You exactly. Know what I mean? Like, yep. there's some people you just like, ah, it takes you a while to really get a feel for them or the her. But Kevin, you can tell, um, very nice person. And that's why it's successful the way it is right now. So, yep. and every successful business, whether it's an MTE or PDR or doctor, whatever it is, you're going to have some headaches uh, in that road and in that journey, you know? Yeah, right. yeah. Well, I mean, you just nailed it, Mike. Basically, what it is is that if a, if a business is successful, that means whoever's managing it or whoever's running it, it's doing a good job, right? Mm -hmm. Came from their character. So anyways, yeah. we're about, what, an, an hour and a half, I think, because there was Ray. Know, this is your podcast. Yeah, there was Ray. Like, me and Ray, you know, I... <laughs> 
I don't know, but my voice sounds pretty good on this microphone, but I'm getting a new one tomorrow, Mom. I didn't know if you know what? that. Yeah, a new one comes in tomorrow, and you're not going to snake it. It's going to be supposed to be. Folks, this is how it is in the Toledo household. It's always a surprise with my husband, you know. Hey, I'm trying to do the accent. <laughs> right, Dad? You know, my wife tries to do an <laughs> accent when she already has one. <laughs> well, I'm trying to do the Filipino accent. <laughs> that sounds French to me, you know. Oh, okay. Well, how about the English accent? I can do yeah, I can do that. Now you sound Cuban or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. Just, just stop. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're going to end it right here, unless you have something else to share, Dad. No, that's it. I appreciate you having me on your podcast. Well, I have to have you on. You know why? Because you're going to be... Uh, well, here's the thing, folks. You know, I know some of you probably don't, uh, you know, questioning it whether you should go or not and mike and i are only human we also like sat down and question ourselves do we want i mean are we ready to go and then we looked at all the you know facts here you know in front of us and we're like you know what the show's gonna go on whether mike and i go so might we might as, might well, as well go and support yes we might as well be we might as well go and be proactive about it it's and not because we're just speaking though. be a I team mean, be uh, team player I'll be quite honest. We, we were thinking about canceling because we didn't know how the show was going to be. And, but they're, they're determined, and you know what? We'll be there. Uh, listen, I know a lot like Anson. Those people would go, you know, or they'd send somebody in support. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. We're only three hours away in a certain car, and we're about five hours away in the van. Uh-huh. Well, well, so, here's the thing. I don't know, um, you know. Or, or, or 45 minutes on a plane. Well, here's the thing. I don't know. I think we should plane. About should Anson, fly. because, you know, obviously things change. You know, I don't want to, like, speak for them. But all I'm saying is that if you guys are not sure, it's, it's, it's from, my, from me, you know, from my point of view. The reason why Mike and I are going, it's not just because, yeah, you know, we're going to support. But this, this stuff that we're talking about, which is what? the COVID-19 issue, it's still going to be around us probably until, what, next year? We just have to adapt and figure it out. You know, we have to be disciplined and just, like, doing the hand washing. And if you're sick, stay home. Don't don't go then. You know, you'll do better good for others, you know, not to go. Uh, not to go or and more harm than good. It, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, anyways, yeah, Mike and I are going to be there. And if you guys want to... Um, Come, that's good. If it's not, then that's all. Watch out for the live videos. Live videos? That last time I did a live video for you. Coming live and direct. <laughs> all right. So basically, anyway, MTE is all education. Right, yeah. Dad? Yeah, yes. It is. Okay. And fun. It'll be fun. But hey, I appreciate you having me on. It feels funny that I'm saying you having me on. <laughs> It's all. It's always good, you know. And and whenever I'm on your podcast, it's always good too. Why? Because this is us. This is our truth, right, Dad? We just like go back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks for uh, listening again, folks. And I'm gonna end it here. Have a good day. Push the right Until button. two weeks from now, here at Mary Unapologetic.